you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Hey, welcome to Witch Police Radio. I'm here with someone who has not been on the show before and is in a relatively new band to me, but I think it probably has more history than I'm uh, than I'm assuming. So I, we'll get into that in just a second. But if you want to introduce yourself and give a bit of background about what you do as a musician, I think that's a good way to start it off. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm Claire Therese uh, from Claire Therese and the Lockdown, and yeah, it's it's true. We've been a we've been a band. Um, in many incarnations for a long time, um, uh, which is just kind of my style. I, I move at a, a fairly slow pace with <laughs> with many things I do. But um, yeah, the the band itself has kind of um, it 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 started with like one grouping of people and has just kind of like morphed into many other groupings and now contains uh, eight kind of eight active musicians uh not we don't we don't always play together um but it just kind of struck me at some point that I had uh this kind of very like fluid uh fluid band that suited me very very well so some of the members are the same some are completely changed and yeah we we've been I think the I think Jaime and I have been playing together for almost a decade now okay He's probably like the longest, the longest member. Um, and then this kind of core group has been together for about four years. Okay. And I, I guess the reason that maybe it seems newer is because I, it seems like because you have a record that just came out, there's been this sort of flurry of activity recently. <laughs> and part of that too is the pandemic, you know, kind of preventing anyone from playing shows. So it seems like you've been super active as a band over the past few months. And so I guess, uh, I mean, that makes a lot of sense when you have a record that's come out so this just came out i guess a couple weeks ago now from when we're recording um what can you tell me about the album yeah so the the album is is about a decade's worth of songs um and we recorded it during the pandemic so that was you know it's its own challenge for sure um we our band was the lockdown before the lockdown and it was like this very strange moment where I went to like I hand screen printed my covers and it was just like okay this is the last moment to change the band name (laughs) um but actually kind of felt very very it was appropriate before and it kind of felt like this like this very unique time yeah um so yeah we recorded this album at Argyle Studio with Cam Lepke um and uh and then again I just like sometimes the way I move with things is just kind of at this pace where 
uh, it's like, okay, well, the album's done. And now I, I had this like vision. I, I really wanted to hand screen print things. I wanted to do it on vinyl. So everything just kind of like was taking its sweet time. And kind of two years later, we were offered this gig at the Goodwill. And I'm, I love costumes. I love anything like that. It was October 29th. And I was like, okay, let's just make this our album release. Cause otherwise I could sit on it for another two years. Right. Though, yeah, we, we have been like, we, we were gigging before the pandemic, but definitely not a lot. Um, just because I have lots of projects on the go. Um, but it, it really solidified itself in like making the, the record that um, this was something I really wanted to put my, my time and attention to. Yeah. And so it has been really exciting to, to be offered like other gigs um since the album release i think it was like a shock to i have friends who didn't know i was a musician <laughs> i'm, I'm kind of i can be kind of shy about it yeah so when i was like kind of trying to you know hustle the show and be like if you're going to come to one of my things please come to this people yeah it was really funny that some people's responses were like, oh, my God, you're in a band. <laughs> well, and it's not just you're in a band playing your first show either. This is like a band that has already had this established <laughs> body of work and you have a record coming out and costumes for that show and everything. So, yeah, that's cool. That's a cool introdu introduction, I think, to uh, people to meet you at that point in, in the band's trajectory. Yeah, like we've we've practiced lots. <laughs> Well, I, I like to think we're pretty uh, we're pretty tight at this point. So, yeah, it kind of felt like this, like kind of um, like coming into the world. And I, I just uh, just felt so like I it I think sometimes as artists, it's like really hard to like feel kind of proud of ourselves or to I don't know, just to like feel confident about what we're doing. And sure. so this kind of like decade-long lead-up to this, um, it, it actually was an event that I was like, I, I want people there. I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a great time. I think people will like it. And so it was, it was kind of fun to have a, a packed room full of people, many of whom had never seen us before. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. What was the... Um you mentioned that you recorded this during the pandemic. What was that like? Because I know we had so many kind of ebbs and flows and there'd be times where you were allowed to see people for a few weeks and then that would change. Like, How did that affect the whole process of making an album when it's so up in the air of, of what you could and couldn't do? Yeah. I, I, I mean, there's something so lovely and I, I had, I had wanted to go in and just re record the band off the floor. Okay. And, um, uh, it turns out we're not that good. <laughs> turns out you got to be pretty good to do it right off the floor. So um, it was just a suggestion that Cam had gently made that like, we, we might just want to do it in layers. And so, so that was actually like kind of positive because it meant that we could meet in smaller, smaller groups to, to do the recording. And yeah, I, I think something that I like, I work in community. I was working at a community health clinic okay. um, during the pandemic. Um, so I, I like to think that I, I come at this from a place. What, one of the reasons we have like kind of a lot of members is to to accommodate that other people have lives and their own projects. And I never want it to feel like something that people 
have to say yes to or that it relies on kind of total buy-in. So yeah. it, it was a lot of like negotiating how uh, people's comfort levels and the restrictions. And um, and so it took, took longer than we thought, but also, um, I don't know, there was something like really, really special about kind of being able to come in and hear something that like uh, Vince had laid down. And I, I didn't get to be in the room for it, but I got to hear it after. Cool. And um, so there was lots of beautiful surprises for me. And yeah, just we took, I like to believe we took really good care of each other during that period. And I think that that really like shows on the album. Um, yeah, we we cooked food for each other. Nice. We, we had tea there. Like it, it was a very like kind of nerd, felt very like nourishing the whole experience um which is which is how i like my artistic projects to feel and strive for them to feel that way do you feel that that's reflected on the record like can you hear that kind of uh i mean obviously you're not hearing people drinking tea and, and cooking for each other like <laughs> li literally on the record but is that kind of warmth and togetherness and stuff is that does that nourishing vibe do you hear that when you listen back to the recordings i i do i do for sure because i think there was like yeah we we couldn't be playing together all the time like uh it was we we weren't able um to yeah so much of it we weren't able to all be in the same room at the same time and so i think um yeah you can hear someone who went away and like practiced a bit that was like really where it was like oh my god i love that let's put that on there and then to, to get to hear it back and know that they like went home and and worked on it on their own yeah um i hear that reflected on the album that we all like kept working on it even when we couldn't be together that's cool yeah that, that's got to be satisfying to hear that too in the finished product and and, and sort of recognize that uh, how it came from the starting point to this this finished thing that's now out in the world well we both know how this will turn out hungry we find our way back And we both know where we went wrong We just kept singing those sad, sad songs Those sad, sad songs
I was going to ask you, you mentioned you know earlier on and a few times the kind of the fluidity of the band and that people have other projects. I know, I know you have members in that band who are in like multiple other projects themselves. And, and so what, how are these songs written? Like what, what happens? How does the song get from the beginning to, to the finished product on the record when you don't necessarily know who's going to be available for a certain practice or show or whatever? I mean, is, is there sort of a, um, uh, I was gonna say mold like a cookie cutter way of doing it where you write a certain part and then it gets added to or how, how does uh, yeah how, how does the song get created with this project so I write the music and um, and I bring it usually first to my sister who actually doesn't perform she per- she performed for the album release but she doesn't perform with us anymore okay but um, we've you know um, We've been singing together since children, and uh, her her way of arranging harmonies is just very, very unique and very beautiful to me. I'm really, really into her, the, the way she hears things. So I bring it to her, and then we bring it to the band. And um, yeah, I, I think that it keeps things very, very exciting because there are people who play different instruments so for the longest time, we didn't have a bass player. Right. Like there was like four people who played bass. Um, it was just a bit of a either an oversight or it, or just like no one in the band that wasn't their main instrument. Um, we have multiple people who do harmonies. They do their own harmonies. They do different different harmonies. So for me, there's an excitement as kind of like the the front person of the band. Um, that often the songs don't sound exactly the same. Yeah. Each each show. Um, yeah, I I have a hard time doing something like over and over and over and over again. And uh, I I do understand that these like songs as an album like will will now be played for a while. We'll do we'll do these at shows. And so there is something kind of like fun for me about the excitement of like, oh, right, this person's playing bass today and this person's playing guitar and we have no vocalette, like, or no harmonies or right. we have all the harmonies. Um, so it's really cool because people have learned each other's parts. Um, and I think that we're kind of at the point where like we could play, I can, I can play some of these songs solo, we can play with a trio. Um, yeah, and so it keeps it very like alive for me, well, that, and it and also kind of opens it up to other people being like, "Hey, I I would like to play something in the band." <laughs> right, and they can add to those and change them, and they can morph. But <laughs> that, that kind of brings up another question too, though. And you sort of touched on this, but um, you know, these are songs that've been in the works for a long time. Uh, they're finally out in the world on their on the record. People, like you said, are going to want to hear them. They're going to want to hear the songs they've familiarized themselves with. Will they at any point, or do you think that at any point they'll seem like? it's old stuff and you're kind of, you've moved on from it or does that variety every night sort of uh, make them fresher? Because I mean, you know, I, I've talked to bands who, you know, a week after they they release an album, they're already done and they're sick of those songs forever and want to move on to the next thing. Like, uh, have you experienced that or are you still quite comfortable sort of presenting variations on these songs? No, no, I'm exactly in that place. I'm like, Oh my God, I've been playing these songs for so long. Like, yeah, I, I, uh, like I, I, I work a lot in theater and for me, what I love about theater is like the process leading up to opening night. Right. I love 
rehearsing. I love playing. I love uh, like discovering things. And then opening night happens and I'm like, oh, now I have to do the same play every night. And of course there will be like nuances and it, there will be nights that are like more alive than others. Yeah. But there is this kind of like grief that I feel on opening night where I'm just like, oh, we're done playing. <laughs> so like one thing I'm definitely struggling with and I, I don't think I'm alone. I think there were lots of artists who like just put out tons, like who who did a lot of creation during the pandemic. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, like Daniel Romano releasing like 10 albums a year or something. Like, you know, so, someone like just... And and I I had total writer's block. I I couldn't write. I wasn't drawn to writing. In fact, I I couldn't even like listen to music for the first year of the pandemic, mm -hmm. which was mm -hmm. so sad for me. It was such a it it actually was an indicator that I was like maybe feeling a little bit better when I put on an album and listen to an album. So yeah, for for me, the album it does feel like there's like a little bit of a a bookmark on the project i do like to i do refer to the band as a project instead of a band because i i do like the idea of things being project based okay um and this one does in many ways feel done but i know that kind of in the you know um in in music now we've released something people can hear it and and now potentially we'll play shows um, but yeah, I think there's going to have to be a period for me where I just go back, back in. I successfully finished a song finally the other day. Cool. It just felt like cool. such a milestone. Um, but yeah, I, and, and I don't know if it'll be Claire Therese in the lockdown. It might be something completely different. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm not quite sure. Yeah, I definitely am having that feeling of like, okay. We did the thing. We did the thing, and now let's do something else. Yeah, now time for something new. Yeah, yeah.
what has the uh, reception been to the record so far? And I, I have some more questions about the record specifically, but I'm just curious because, I mean, like, the show obviously is a different thing. I, I unfortunately couldn't make it to the show, but I saw the photos and everything. It looked really fun. But And like you said earlier, too, about, you know, people seeing you for the first time playing music in, in that context. But uh, as far as the recordings themselves, what kind of response have you gotten from people, whether they whether they knew you were a musician or not? Yeah, I, um, it's been really lovely. Like, I've had a lot of people tell me that it's been a bit of a cathartic album for them, uh, that there's lots of, uh, like, tears that have been kind of released. And and I don't think necessarily it's, like, an, a sad, kind of sad music yeah, album. No, no. Um, but I think there is, like, a narrative. Uh, the the album tells tells a story um and yeah it's it's been really cool like having people i've always struggled with kind of genre like i go to apply for something and the the genre thing comes up and i'm like i and then i just stop applying because i'm like i don't know so that's been really neat because i've had people come up and be like that's like outlaw country like i feel like badass when I listen to your album and then I've I've had people be like this is this is like sad yeah this this makes me feel like like I can cry to this album right um so it it feels like quite a spectrum of response um so yeah I and and I mean I've just kind of released it only on Bandcamp so in if you have to be a band camp or a vinyl listener to have heard the album. Yeah. Um, so yeah, someone the other day told me that I was on rotation with Christine fellows and that was just like, made my heart so happy. I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Have you heard the new um, Christine fellows record? I'm, I'm, I it's, haven't, it's really but good. someone is dropping it off tomorrow to me and I'm very, very It's excited. really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's a great person to be compared to. I mean, to have that comparison for sure. That uh... Well, and I don't know if it's a comparison, but okay. people are listening to us at the same right, time. Right. You're on the same playlist or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, well, and that, I kind of, I hate asking people about genre too, because it's such a, a difficult question because um, especially now it seems like everything has 16 subgenres and offshoot genres and it's like impossible to pin anything down. The Outlaw Country thing is interesting. I think from listening to the album just just today even, I mean there's some stuff that for sure I could see having the country sound. There's stuff that's obviously more folk influenced. There's but then having the the full band involved there, it brings in other stuff as well and I saw I think it was on Bandcamp, one of the tags was was folk grunge. Which yeah. I thought was so interesting. Is that is that what you consider it? Like, if, if you have to think about what you would call it, just uh, like if you had to come up with a short version of how to describe it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of, I, I kind of loved, and someone kind of gave, gave us that, uh, that tag. I mean, I, I obviously, um, I write folk music. That's that's kind of what comes out of me. Yeah. I, um, wish that. Sometimes other things came out of me, but that's what comes out of me. But I don't think I, I, I have issues with sometimes the folk genre. And I think that there are limitations to the folk, folk genre. And I think that there are stories within the folk genre that I just don't kind of relate to. And so, yeah, some, someone recently said to me that they really appreciated that I write um, love songs that, that are not love songs. Right. Um, and 
so I think that's that's maybe where the kind of grunge comes in. I, I'm really like, I love the kind of folk punk genre. I'm really, there's lots of bands that I love that kind of put out that really like dirty. Yeah, the crusty kind dirty, of folk. Yeah. La- the crusty folk. Yeah. And um, I also know that we're not that genre. So kind of folk grunge, uh, I, I mean, I, I loved I loved grunge, so I'm yeah, not too, surprised yeah. that that <laughs> that that maybe comes comes through in the in the album. So it is. They are folk. When I do them by myself, it's it's folk, and um, and then I have this like just incredible band that just brings all of these other elements to it. Um, yeah. Do they? Do you think the songs? I mean, if you're just playing them by yourself and it's it's in that more folk kind of mode. Do you think that different different elements of the song are brought out when you have the full band playing? I mean, uh, obviously the lyrics are the same and the basic structure of the song is going to be similar, but uh, are there different feelings that come from it when you hear it, you know, in just a stripped down version versus something that's a lot more uh, fleshed out? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like the musicians, the the band all does their own arranging, so they they blow me away. Like, yeah, they, there's part of part of that where it's just like, whoa, I I would never have heard that. I mean, when we got Max Harrison on trombone, it was just when it was suggested, I was like, trombone, like, what? It's a cool <laughs> it addition. Makes no sense. And, and it's uh, like, I miss Max when he doesn't, you know, when he's not available to play a show, because uh, there are some swells that he that he brings out that like, that's all I can hear. And that's all I want to hear. Um, I recently got to play like a, a singer songwriter evening and it was the first time like I, I don't know like maybe in a decade that I've played solo oh cool okay um I used to play solo and I it was just too much for me I I wasn't enjoying it wasn't fun for me um but to, I got to do this singer songwriter night and it was really cool to kind of like curate the songs that I wanted to do for that night some of which were on the album some of which weren't but um there's uh I I think sometimes it's like so vulnerable when you're singing uh, by yourself these songs that have come out of you and so with the whole band sometimes I feel like there is this ability for me to take on a different persona and so they are still my songs and they are still meaningful to me and they still come out of me. But there's a way for me to kind of step out of them a little bit and take on a bit of a persona, which I actually quite love. Um, so the band, yeah, like uh, I Vince, I love Vince's guitar. Uh, he brings that really lovely country twang that... Yeah. You know, I, I don't know how to play. That's not in my skill set. And then someone like Ava just like shredding. And I mean, it's all things that once I hear it, I'm like, oh, yay. I'm so I'm so happy this is here. This is exactly what I want here. I just didn't have the language for it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And some people are really good at that. Like some people are really good at like, OK, the drums need to do this. And I want to hear this out of. 
I just don't have the musical language. And so um, it's really cool to work with people who bring things and you're just like, yes, that's that's it. That's the thing I wanted. Yeah, that's super cool. And you have some, you know, uh, I don't know everyone in your band, but the ones I do know, they're, they're incredible musicians. Like you've managed to put together a, a pretty solid um, group of talents that can, that can bring, like you said, all those different aspects to, to the table. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I feel, I feel super grateful uh, be, because they've all, I think, I think we've all just come together. Um, there was, yeah, there was this moment where we, we lost an, an old guitar player and uh, we were, we were thinking about, okay, who, who do we replace them with? And it was like, our, we, we actually weren't looking for the best guitarist. We were, we were looking for the person who would dig hanging out with us and I love that that's kind of our criteria. And yeah. then we yeah. we got Vince Andrushko, who uh, is an incredible musician and is just weird enough to fit in totally fine with us. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs>
I know you mentioned earlier Bandcamp and vinyl are the places to get to get the record. Is that going to change at any point? Or are you keeping those sort of the two uh, ways people can can hear this? I you know I I don't know, but probably I I I feel yeah I mean I I feel this I. I wanted to do it on vinyl because I think that people listen to vinyl. Yeah, for sure. Um, and 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 not I don't just mean like people. I I mean like they really listen to the album. And I thought if if this was a decade in the making, if this is the only time I release something like this, yeah. I want it to be something that that people are tender with. And in the same way, I think Bandcamp is like that. You you actually have to it. it it's it's not the most popular streaming platform, but I think it's the one that's kind of kindest to artists. Totally, yeah, yeah. Well, as a um, listener, it's the only one I use too. Like, I love it. It's it's it's. But oh. it is it is it is awkward like, compared to some of these other ones that do all the work for you. Like, you know, Bandcamp, you, yes. have to, you have to seek out what you want and actually take the time. But can people buy the record on the Bandcamp page, or do they have to contact you to get the copy of the record? No, no. Now you can, you can, oh, um, if you want the actual vinyl, um, I'm still, yeah, I, I mean, I am super challenged with technology. So that's partially why things move really slow on my <laughs> end. Um, I, I told people like, I'm super willing to like drop vinyl off at your house. I still work at, at a bar once a week. And so people have been coming to the bar to pick it up at some point. Yeah. I think I'd like to mail things off Bandcamp, and at some point um sure it can just it it could could go up somewhere else but there is something about i don't know i i i printed 200 copies of this album and thought um if 200 of my friends and family and people in my community um have this album then it it's for them yeah. i i didn't it it was never my intention to you know, like I, I started applying for for funding, like a grant to to make this album, and um, I just couldn't I couldn't get past things like how many followers do you have, how many that I I I work in community and I live in community and I mobilize yeah. like we do in community, and there's something about it where I just trusted myself, like the goodwill was packed. Yeah, we packed the goodwill, um, and I made them print physical tickets for me because I said, I'm going to go hustle. I'm going to go hustle this show and my community is going to come out. And I gave free tickets to people who I knew it was a barrier. Um, it, it's just the kind of thing where like, I, I'm just not interested in following industry standards. And if you, if you want to listen to it, maybe you do a little bit more work and you got to find Bandcamp and you got to search me up. So I'm not sure at this point, I'm, I'm not quite sure if it will, if I'll go the Spotify route or anything like that. Um, for now, it just feels like there's this be beautiful buzz yeah. that was created through this event that we put on and hearing, having people come up to me and just say like, wow, that was like a love fest. There was just so much love in that room. And we, that will, you know, we don't need to replicate that over and over and over again. That for me was was very, very special of very much a dream come true.
catch me if I fail I trust catch me if I fail How many times did you tell me things you thought I wanted to hear but all I really wanted you to tell me is I'm scared to death my dear Cause I was scared to death my dear Where are you? Where are you? Where am I? Where am I? 